The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Here we are once again. It's Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He is Big Chris Newton. And let me tell you all, at 8.18 this morning, the day after the Bills game, I get a text message from Big Newt that says, I want a podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you got some feelings, huh? Well, I want to just say, man, Bills Mafia, this is all my fault. I put that loss on me. Last night, we did a uh, the pregame show, Countdown to Kickoff, was Buffalo Rumblings as a whole. Um, it was Bruce Nolan on there, Jay Spence, Joe Miller, and Nate from Circle of the Wagon. So I retweeted it. If you all didn't catch it, we did like a Facebook Live pregame. And it was fun, right? And so we did it all the way to kickoff, and then we wind up losing. And it's like, okay, I can't do this again because this is messing up my pregame routine. (laughs) Okay, so I'll take – Bill's Mafia, I'll take this loss because Big Newt didn't do his regular routine. He tried to step out the box and do something different since we were winning and I felt good about this game, but it's not happening again. No, I'm just – Well, (laughs) I'm I'm glad you figured out what the issue was. No, if the uppers tell us we're doing it, I'm doing it. So, but – Has Sean McDermott been informed? I don't think so. No. Well, we better make sure we tell them. Not yet. So I've got a question for you. One big question. Would you have gone for it on that fourth down? Yes. yes. Tell me about it. What What it comes down to, man, it, what it comes down to is it was a great play call. You and I was texting each other during the time uh, on our group text. Jared feel like we shouldn't have did it. I like being aggressive, um, and also I like the ball in our best player's hands in that situation. If we let's just say, okay, it didn't make it right, so obviously, oh, it's a bad call. But let's say we kick the extra point and they win the they win the uh, coin toss, and then you just watch Derrick Henry run down our throats for a touchdown, and the game's over. The mm-hmm. best player on our team doesn't even get an opportunity. We had a chance to win the game, and fourth and inches, it doesn't get better than that. What I do have a problem with is two things. I love the play call. I just don't like Josh Allen going from the shotgun, then he goes up the uh, goes under center, 
and then he took a, he takes a lateral step left and try to find a hole like he did on the goal line on the other end. I believe in the second quarter, mm-hmm. and he got blown up. Okay, I was I played center in high school, and I'm always reverting back to my Division two um, career. But I played center. We ran quarterback sneak all the time. Okay, you snap the ball, I fall forward. You step on my hamstrings, step on my calves, step on my butt, step on my back. I don't care. You go over top of me, and you're gonna get inches every time. And I still believe that when Josh Allen. Gets fourth the inches, he gets it. What I think they said 16 out of 17 times, and mm-hmm. then the one time he didn't get it is because of a bad snap. Okay, you run up to the line, you line up, fall forward. You don't take steps back, you don't tip, you don't try to find a hole behind the guard. Okay, that to me, that was poor execution on not even the line fall because we saw Deion Dawkins get blown up. Okay, oh, but that was uh-huh. just. That was Josh Allen's fault for taking that lateral step. He should have just went over the top of Morris. If he if he had to, had to jump, step on him, whatever he had to do. But I feel like that was poor execution. I think that was a great call. I would have gone for it too. I want a team that's aggressive and plays to win the game, not to tie the game on the road. And you know the defense wasn't stopping anybody. They gave up points on six straight Titans possessions. That is not a defense that came to play. Yep, I agree. Win it in win it during regulation. Don't leave it to the uh, to the gods of overtime. I I agree. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but I wouldn't have done it any differently. I, I really wouldn't have. That that is the Sean McDermott that we need. That is the Sean McDermott that the team needs. He he showed the players that he believes in them to go out there and make a play. He put it in the players' hands. It was, it was good coaching. And not only the players' hands, but it's your best player. So I mean, that's what you want, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, the way they was running the ball down our throat, that would have just been a slow death. I would have just, I just rather you just decapitate me like you did last night. And I don't feel <laughs> like it was death, but I'm just saying, watching Henry the way he was running. Just watching him run the ball down our throats, I just no. I'd rather I if we were gonna lose, I'd rather lose like that. And I know a lot of people today are probably saying, "Oh, a loss is a loss," and I and I'm not a believer of that. Not I've always stood on that. I do believe in good losses. I don't believe oh, it's just the final product because if you were gonna lose, I want to lose like that. We scored 31 points. Josh Allen looked good. It's just our defense didn't play well. And championship teams have defenses that don't play well three or four games out the year. So the, I, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think Josh Allen played well. I feel like we didn't run the ball well. Only thing about coaching is now looking back at the tape, probably maybe we could have used Boogie Basham and Epinesa. We got very little rush. Uh, pass rush on Tannehill, so mm-hmm. maybe they could have helped. I understand them not being active. We wanted probably more beef on the field to stop uh, Henry, which we didn't do anyway. Um, we only got to Tannehill, I think we only touched them two or three times where their defense hit uh, Josh Allen eight times and had three sacks, I believe. Mm-hmm. We got little pass rush. So that if anything, this is, might be on Leslie Frazier, which is fine. I ain't saying, oh, he's bad or 
We don't we don't need him or anything like that or fire him because you're going to have some stinkers. That was just a defensive stinker. Offensively, we played well enough to win, in my opinion. The defense was the defense wasn't good. And even more than Derrick Henry running around, the thing that bothered me was their complete inability to stop the play action pass in the second half of the game. A.J. Brown seemed like he was never covered in the second half. And we knew, we knew those receivers going up against Levi Wallace was going to be a problem because he struggles against big bodied dudes. And it wasn't even their size necessarily that threw Levi off. He just couldn't run with top-notch receivers. <sighs> but I would like to talk about the second to last drive the Bills had. Okay. You saw a deep ball to Emmanuel Sanders, who was double covered. And during that play, Tommy Sweeney was wide open across the middle, about 15 yards downfield with nobody near him. And then the play after that, you saw a throw go 15 to 20 yards downfield to uh, Jake Kumaro, who was thoroughly covered with Cole Beasley wide open in the middle, middle of the field. That was the reason the Bills lost the game. They went three and out on a possession when they couldn't afford to go three and out. They stopped the clock multiple times. What you you can't go broke by taking a profit, right? Mm-hmm. Take the dudes over the middle. I, I understand Josh Allen is trying to end the game in one play. I thought he was trying to do too much. And to me, he at minimum wasn't intelligent in his decision-making. To me, him hitting dudes over the middle, assuming that the assuming that the throw is completed, the clock keeps running, the flags move, Bills get a first down, they keep moving. And the Bills showed the ability against the Titans to actually string together long drives, which is something they hadn't done all season long, but repeatedly. They were taking the ball, holding it for four or five minutes, moving it into the red zone, not putting it into the end zone, and that was an issue as well. But hold the ball, run out the clock, score again if you can, but at minimum, change, flip the field, make the Titans go the whole distance of the field. You know, Don't punt it to their 30-yard line. That's what got to me. Well, Josh Allen threw 353 yards, three touchdowns, a pick, which you really – can you really put that pick on him? No. Okay. So, he had 108 QBR, and he – his percentage was almost 75%. Did he miss some guys? Yes, I agree with the the, uh, sequence you're talking about. Um, I believe on one of the field goals, Emmanuel Sanders was uh, wide open in the back of the end zone. The telecast showed that. We all saw that. Did he miss some guys? Yeah. But if you throw 75% for almost 400 yards and three touchdowns with little to no running game and your defense give up more than 30 points, I'm not putting this one on him. And I'm I'm not putting the game on him. I am just saying that he didn't play smart in that second to last drive, and it may have put the Bills in a tougher position. 
But now here's the thing. If the defense makes even one stop in the second half, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. And I heard people say, well, instead of taking field goals, why are we taking field goals on fourth and three and all that? And it's been games where we started out slow, took field goals, and then we warmed up and still wind up blowing them out. I feel like early in the game, you take the points. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it was 6 nothing, you knew that Derrick Henry could break open and break one. And, and, yep. and he did. That was a great play, even though I feel like A.J. Brown held uh, – T. White on that play, but oh, he did, you know, and they and they didn't call it, you know. what I'm saying so. I felt like the referees, who I feel like was horrible from the sense of they took way too much time deliberating. It made oh, that hurt. was insane, wasn't it? Yeah, it it made my head hurt. I was just like, and I would be honest with you, that's why we were texting first half, second half. I got on the phone and talked to my friends in California and just let the let the game go, and I paused it so I could just skip to the commercials to the end. Because it was driving me nuts. (laughs) Yeah. So I just caught up at the end. I paused it at halftime, and then I let it go 40 minutes, and then I caught up. I I actually really like doing it. Um, My parents were in town, and they watched the first half of the game with me. Um, And I'll have you know that um, when Josh Allen got stopped at the end of the game, I jumped up out of my chair to yell an expletive, and when I did, I stubbed my toe on the coffee table, and I'm pretty sure it's broken. Are you serious? Yeah, I think I broke my toe. I have uh, <laughs> I have uh, uh, an X-ray coming up. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness! I know that hurts like hell. I hate when I, when you hit the end of a coffee table and you just hit it. It hurts like hell. So to break it, oh my god. Well, it's weird. It, it hurt, but it wasn't that bad, but it felt very, very strange after that. You know how sometimes when like your toenail gets caught on a thread inside of your sock, yeah. it kind of pulls on? It well, pulls, yeah. Yeah. My toe felt like it was being pulled on like that, and I kept taking my sock off to look at it. I'm like, this is... This is strange. What's going on here? And I woke up this morning, and it's a variety of shades of purple. I'm like, oh, I need an X-ray. Oh wow! wow. (laughs) See see what they made me do. If it's your fault the Bills lost, it's the Bills' fault that I broke my toe. I know that's right. Well, at least you got two weeks to heal. It's the bye week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And because of the bye week, I'm supposed to be in Montreal. Oh, okay. Yeah, we decided we are going to do a little vacation, but we we might have to delay that because I can't walk. You going to be able to get in? Be able to get in? Yeah. Yeah, be able to get in. Just have to do the the COVID protocol. Gotcha, okay. Anyway, thought it would be a nice way of spending the buy. Yeah. I didn't know what the protocols was, so. Yeah. So let's look at a bigger picture. Does this change the complexion of the season at all? No. And this is just like last year. We had a stinker. It was a game we should have won in Arizona Cardinals. It was a stinker, should have won. And that was going into the bye week, I think, right? Yeah. I think think it was the bye week. Mm -hmm. And so... I look at it like this. The only thing this does 
is you got to sit on it for two weeks. You know, so this weekend, like you, go, go, you know, go on a vacation, spend time with your lovely wives, uh, go to, you know, do Halloween stuff, go apple picking and all those festivities and don't get your <laughs> yeah. mind off of it. Spend time with your family, maybe go to the gym, do something else, get your mind off football, and then we'll get back and get ready for Miami game. Yeah. It's just um, embarrassing. That's all. And... They didn't play a great game. They still put up 31 points and only lost by a field goal. Right. This team is good. I think so. And like I said, I I know you all might think this is hyperbole, but that was actually a good game, dude. Like, I know it don't feel like it right now. I know people are pissed off that we didn't win. I get it. I've been there. You've, you've been around me after some losses, and I'm just looking like I just don't want to go home. I don't want to deal with life. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> this is not that at all. That was actually a good game. Here's my thing. Would you rather have lost, like, think about if we would have lost, like, 10 to 3. Like, who wants to see that? Like, we just came right. up on a short end of a good game that we should have won. Once again, I always talk about the Bush push game. I was there. That's one of the greatest games in college football, at least in my lifetime, um, college football history. We just came up short. It was a great game. They talk about it all the time. This was a great game. It was exciting. It was a lot of scoring. I mean, it was back and forth. I mean, that's better than losing 14 to 7. Because then you look like, are we this good? I mean, I. I just I enjoyed it, man. It was a good one. Yeah. I don't think that it changes the complexion of the season at all. I think the Bills are going to be they're going to win the division. They're going to be in the playoffs. I think it would be great for them to peak at the right time of the season, which they haven't done yet. But I think it also uncovered a couple of things, uh, amongst which is the warts that we thought the Bills had on defense are apparently still there, but it was masked by the ineptitude of the offenses that the Bills had faced up to this point. Namely, the pass rush isn't really there. That Levi Wallace is not great in coverage. We we knew this going into the season, but it wasn't showing up. And yesterday, it did. And we talk about takeaways. Oh, right. we, We only had, what, one takeaway last night? Mm-hmm. So we talk about that too. Can you sustain good play if you're not turning over the other team? You know, we talk about that all the time. And that was that interception by Jordan Poyer was excellent. He read that beautifully. He um, but the other thing that I wanted to point out is in the first half of the game, the points that Tennessee got were kind of fluky. A 76-yard run, that's us- that, That's a bit of a fluke. I mean, what are the chances that a running back breaks through the middle of the line of scrimmage and there's nobody there? It's a fluke. That interception that bounced off uh, or that got tipped in the air and then intercepted, that's a fluke, and that set them up for points. I mean, that that's 10 points easily right there that just aren't likely to happen in other situations. 
And that's one of the things with football is you don't always have luck on your side. You need to play well enough to overcome that. And the Bills eh, weren't quite there. Couldn't get a stop on defense. You know, couldn't quite control the clock long enough in, in the fourth quarter to pull it off. But you think they're going to learn from this? I, I would say undoubtedly they're going to. And like I said before, man, I mean, it's one of those situations where if it fuels us for the rest of the season, we're going to look back at this and like, hey, we needed it, just like we needed the Cardinals loss last year. So I don't have a problem with it, you know. And so uh, I feel like we're going to be more focused going into practice. I think people are going to listen up a little bit more than maybe they would. They're going to think about it while they're in Cancun and going out of the country and stuff like you. And uh, we're going to get back to work, man. And we got a couple, we got about four or five scrubs coming up here soon. So we're going to be in a good situation, my friend. Yeah. Now, I, I realize that there's a lot of hand wringing going on. People are looking at the top teams in the AFC. And people have said, this doesn't look like a team that can beat the Chargers, that can beat the Browns. Well, maybe yesterday they wouldn't have been able to. But that doesn't mean that when they're back on the field in two weeks that they're not going to be in a position to do it. Are they the runaway best team in the NFL, as some people were saying, as Drew Brees said last week? Or, uh, I'm sorry, as Drew Brees said on Sunday? No, but I never did think that there was a huge gap between the Bills and the other teams. They just happened to have a signature win against a big-name team up to that point. And, yeah, they, they played well, but don't count this team out. This, this team is as good as any team in the AFC and can probably compete with the best in the NFC, too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, I, and looking at the schedule, it doesn't change. I mean, we still got Tampa Bay. New Orleans is going to be healthy when we play on Thanksgiving. I still worry about those games. I just want to see, once again, if we're going to – are we going to drop one to a screw? Well, like, don't lose to the Jackson. Don't lose the Jacksonville game. Don't lose to. Don't lose to Miami. I mean, that's the that's the thing with me. That's all that did. We just gave up one of our mulligan. I mean, you know, we gave up one of our trump cards. That's all. It is. It's no shame in losing the Pittsburgh. It's no shame in losing the Tennessee. They're tough. Mm. One thing that did bother me was their physicality. I feel like. Tennessee was more physical than us. Mm-hmm. I feel like they was out there sticking us, and even on the last on the uh, on the goal line where we were on the fourth and inches, Dawkins stepped down all right to block down, and he just got creamed, you yeah. know. And so, I would like to see us, if anything, just continue to be physical. And a funny thing about that play, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, it's trending right now as I as I'm recording on Tuesday afternoon. Chris Broussard had a wonderful take on that play. Did you hear about that? <laughs> Did you hear about that? Yes, please. He please said, tell all about it. He said that Josh Allen didn't get the fourth in inches because Tyler Lewan, his all pro left tackle, was not in the game. And he was and they showed the highlight like who is this? Look at Deion Dawkins. Who's that guy getting ran over? Like Deion Dawkins is a backup. <laughs> and so if you haven't seen it, you can just put it in Twitter. It'll come right up. Or I also you can go to my Twitter page and you can see it. I retweeted it. 
But that just goes to show these national pundits have no idea, dude. None. I mean, how can you be <laughs> so... I don't want to call them dumb because it was obviously a mistake. But how can you so... How can you be talking about a player on the other team and saying that's... Uh, come on. What about... Hold on. Wait a minute. What about during the telecast... When Josh Allen threw the ball and it got batted and he batted it down and he's like, yeah, look at look at uh, Ryan Tannehill. That's a veteran move. That's experience knocking the ball down. And we're like, yeah, mm, that's Josh Allen. And, you know? and another time there was a, a penalty called on number 39 of the Titans and they said, penalty yep. on Levi Wallace. On Levi Wallace. Exactly. And it was, <laughs> it was on them. So that, to me, that's what you get. We talk about that all the time. Like to me, I feel like people, people of the team should announce the team so things like that doesn't happen. Because when you, that's obvious. I mean, you're very astute in Buffalo Bills, but I'm sure you don't know the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Bucks, or Green Bay Packers roster like that. You know what I'm no, saying? I don't know squad. You know, so just imagine, yeah, you you're well versed in Buffalo, but what if you had to go talk about another team? You'd be like, oh, okay, let me look up on, let me go online and try to look stuff up, and then maybe you'll make a mistake or two, you know. So I get it, but and then you gotta realize on these on first take and all these morning shows, they're up in their production meetings probably at two, three in the morning, half sleep, and so I'm just surprised nobody caught him, but he did come back in the next uh in the next segment and say he was he was uh, wrong about the title of the wine thing. So I, I wonder what funny it feels thing. like to have to go on TV and be like, I'm an idiot. Well, I just, I feel like if you're on TV every day for hours a day for your whole life, you're going to make mistakes. Hell, we've made mistakes. I know I have. Yeah, <laughs> we have the benefit of editing it out. Yeah, that's but then, true. But then sometimes I don't even cut, I don't even catch that and it still ends up in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, uh, do you know you left this in here? And I'm like, oh, sorry, big man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it, it happens, man, you know, so. Some, someday, man, someday we're going to have to give them access to some of the stuff that we edit out of here because the ridiculousness is just sort of unbelievable. Yeah, one day we'll open up the vault. Let's say I, I may, we're doing this for five years. Let me say our five-year anniversary, we'll open up the vault. Okay. I, 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 think that's, I think that's a good idea because by that point, we'll have stuff that is truly hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like Just me like knocking this my microphone over. You said you're going to Montreal. And I'm like, oh, you're going to have a problem getting up there? You was like, why not? And I'm like, wait a minute. Am I making a mistake? Montreal is in Canada, right? And I'm like, you didn't get that reference, but you didn't go along with it. So I'm like, wait, wait, is Montreal somewhere else? So I didn't have time enough to think about it like that because you. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure I am met. You like, Newt, Montreal is in South America. Like, I was just making sure we're talking about the same thing. Did you see? But anyway, what I was going to say about Montreal is you see uh, Drake, the rapper, is getting like people into Canada like he makes like they're not able to come into the country and then he makes a call and now all of a sudden he's they're able to come into the country oh that guy's annoying <laughs> and I'm like dang is he the biggest thing that Canada has I mean he could just do make a call and do that I, th I thought the biggest thing in Canada was the band Rush I thought it was Justin <laughs> Bieber 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I'm old. <laughs> you know? So, but yeah, I, I just think that was that was an exciting game. I wish we could have pulled it out, but it doesn't it doesn't detour us from what we're trying to do at all. I I don't think so. You know, it, it was another first place team, and the Bills right. had one they, they're one game better. Now they're tied, and we heard all kinds of things about how terrible their defense was. But these things do ebb and flow over the course of a season. Right. Um, you know, the Steelers had a great offense at the beginning of last year, and then it couldn't move the ball. And sure, the, the Titans started with the bad defense. The Jets were all over them. But you know, teams fix problems and teams develop problems over the course of the year. So you can't really you, – you have to look at what you had in front of you. The Titans look like a good team. They usually are a right. good team. And they make the playoffs every year. So they've got something good going on. Rabel's a good coach. They've got talent. Just not on defense so much. Yeah. And it, it, that was deflating. I mean, their secondary was bad. And then they got guys getting hurt all over the field. Like, I'm just like, dude, please, for the love of God, just let's just throw the ball over the yard and get this win, man. They got – I felt like that once Jackson went out, I'm like, man, who's this next guy coming in? Is he a practice squad player? Like mm-hmm. – I'm like, we should be able to burn them up and down the field. And we took advantage of those things, but I don't know. It's Well, I, I think they were smart because when they brought those guys in, they either dropped everybody into coverage into zone so as to not expose them, or they blitzed the heck out of Josh Allen and made him get rid of the ball before the downfield routes could open up. Right. That's, that's just – that's good coaching. That's yeah. a good – plan by the defensive coordinator. But yeah, I mean, I feel like the the receivers, they should have had two guys go over 100 yards receiving. They they didn't get that. It's frustrating. I actually woke up, I got to be honest with you, when I woke up this morning, I felt traumatized. And I'm not exactly sure why, because the games tend to not affect me that badly. But I woke up this morning and it felt gut punched, and I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Was yeah, I rarely have that reaction. Town? Was it because your parents was in town and maybe they were talking about it or something? Maybe I was just tired because they wore me out. Okay. That's I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know what it was. Yeah. Usually you're the one who puts me in a bad mood. What else is on your mind? So I guess we'll just come with our report card next week during the bye week and then get ready for Uh, Miami. So I think that's I I think that's a perfect use of time next week. Yeah, I think next week we'll do our report card and you know and do our little recap. Not middle of the season recap, but not quite a quarter of the recap since we got 17 games. So 17 games, but they're, you know, they're through six of them. So it's, yeah. it's a good time. I think so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the post by season because the bills should be able to get anything that's ailing them back on track. I agree. I agree. Um, you see Dawson Knox 
broke his hand. Broken hand, yes. Yeah. But they saying that uh, I'm reading that he shouldn't be out too long, especially since we uh, were on a bye this week. So, right, he th- and he threw that uh, two point conversion with with a broken hand. So he had both a rushing attempt and a passing attempt. Rushing attempt obviously got called back, but when they handed the ball off to him, I was shocked. I know. He was scooting, man. I was like, look at Knox, man. Shoot. Yeah, your boy can motor, can he? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was impressed, man. But that got called, but the touchdown got called back, unfortunately. Yeah. But Oh, well. But, yeah, our, our schedule is quite favorable from here on in. So, just take care of the scrubs, man, and we'll be. And, and, and the world thinks that we're still okay. I believe ESPN power rankings this morning, we were we fell from number one to number two. So, I'll take that. Yeah, some of them dropped the bills from, from number one, number two, down to six or eight. But I think that that's a great place to be, honestly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. – you can win the Super Bowl – as the eighth best team in week number six, seven. As Tampa. Right. You know, we always refer to that because who would have thought the Tampa would make a run that they did? So it's a long season, man. And we still number we still got the top defense in the league too, which is surprising. I mean, we fell as far as rushing is concerned, but we still <laughs> got the top ranked defense. Yeah, well, I hope they figure out how to keep teams down to 12 points a game as they were previous to this one. Hey, buddy, you got a song? Enjoy your bye week, everybody, and have fun. Go to the Apple Orchard, spend time with your loved ones, man. Hey, hey, hey.